You're listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Come flex with us Tuesdays and Fridays, 6.30 Central Standard Time, live on YouTube. We'll see you there. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. With your hosts, Josh Bandy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! We are back! Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bandy. With me, as always, is Trey. We got 20 years of fantasy football experience, right? Yeah. What's going on, buddy? Not much, man. What a crazy weekend of football. Some really disappointing losses and some crazy comeback wins. Uh, Definitely a wild card weekend. Absolutely. It was wild for sure. Uh, Popping into the comments, man. We got the usual suspects. Sir Bong's a lot in the clouds, as per usual. Albert, sup, fellas? What up, Albert? Always popping in, man. We appreciate you. And Antonio, back to his regular name, Antonio420. What up, buddy? And at least the fourth and flex ain't late. I think he's talking us. I'm not sure. But, uh, <laughs> us, we love you, buddy. We love you. Sir Bongs allows liking that. Antonio's liking that too. Uh, guys, uh, wild card weekend. It was just that. It was wild. Um, big things going on. Um, guys, you know, I'm a Bucks fan. Um, it was a rough, rough Monday night for me. <clears throat> I'm going to try to not let uh, this get me too down. You know, I want to keep it, you know. Happy, but I, I'm not happy, buddy. And so let's let's go ahead and jump to the first game here. We got the Cowboys beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. Trey, what'd you think, buddy? Yeah, man. So my biggest takeaway from this game was, you know, I, and, and I understand, you know, Tom Brady didn't have the best game, but I also don't think he just played terrible. Um, I think the biggest thing was that the Bucks defense could not stop Dallas. I mean, every play, they, they hardly even needed a third down because on second and first down, they were just bam, first down, first down, just completion after completion. And it, I mean, it was just like, it was like Dak and them just knew the playbook on the defense for the Bucks. They just knew exactly where to go with the ball every time. Um, Dak on his legs, I like for some reason was doing great. It felt like every time he broke loose, he got five to 10 yards. Um, they couldn't really stop him. There was, I don't know if they didn't have a spy or what was going on, but like, you know, Dak is known to run on his legs. So you'd think they'd have somebody on him at all times. But um, it just to me, this was kind of a, a one sided game, you know, all the way until the end where Brady does his thing and he just didn't have enough time left. Yeah. Um, the defense looked very lackluster indeed, Trey. Um, they just didn't look like they had the oomph, man. They didn't look like they had the spirit in them. Even Brady, when he come out and did his let's go like he always does, it just didn't have the same love to it, man. They didn't have the same love to it. and um, It was just super, super disappointing, man. Um, 
Like you said, though, Tom Brady, he went 35 of 66, Trey. 66 passing attempts. They could not get the running game going. It was nice having Ryan Jensen back in the huddle. I mean, it didn't seem to help as much. The pass rush just kept getting to Brady. And, you know, he was dirting the ball just like he has been all year. It's just, um, I mean, the offense, they just didn't look like they could get it going. And without a run game, I mean... It just, it was, it was terrible. One thing I did want to bring up that I heard on the broadcast booth, they said uh, that uh, in the organization, you know, people didn't realize how much that Brady's relationship problems were actually getting to him. Like he has been like emotionally distressed during this time. And they said within the last three weeks, he started acting like himself again. And, you know, I think that's something that we looked past was how, difficult that would be to deal with like putting your whole all into football and 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 going through something just like that i mean it's rough trey yeah it can definitely be rough on you and you know that's another thing that i wanted to say is like just brady watching brady in this game it really gave me like a a sense of that he's i I don't know if maybe he already figured out where he's going and he like i don't know it kind of looked like he was just not in it like somebody that it could be their last game ever. You know what I mean? 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> and there was a lot of shit going on, but it didn't look like there was a lot of shit going on in Brady's head. It looked like he was just ready to get out of the get out of the stadium and get back to his truck, get back to the house, and, and, and move on to whatever he's got going on next. Um, it just looked like he had already left the building, you know what I mean, pretty early yeah. in the game. Even on, on there was a couple plays, you know, that I watched where um, where he dirted the ball and he kind of had a, a field, you know, could have ran for five yards, got a, a first down. Um, and you know, I'm thinking when you're when you're at his age and you're ready for retirement and everything like that, if this is technically going to be possibly your last game, you're giving everything you got. You don't you don't care to get hurt. You're taking that five yard run because it might be your last, and that's not what it looked like to me. So I feel like he has more to do in the NFL. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you don't think he'll be a buck next year, though, do you? I don't. If uh, if he is a buck, I think there will be a lot of changes around him. But if not, I think that um, I think that he will be going somewhere. And there and there needs to be. I mean, there's word that they're going to fire um, offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. Um, but but can you really blame Byron Leftwich? I mean, think about it. I mean, he tried running the ball all year. You know, they weren't getting nothing going with the run game. So. What do you do? You throw the ball. I can't tell you how much I was looking at it saying, yeah, why are you running here? You know it's not working. Throw the ball. But Brady, being 45 years old, can't throw the ball 66 times. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't work. And And on top of that, um, you know, it's like when they're throwing the ball and everything like that, It's that's great. Um, you got to establish the running game. And and, and this is one thing, though, is, is when you're a coach and you have Brady on your team, um, it can be easy because you've got mixed signals because Brady's telling, you know, we need to run this play. Um, and the coach is like, I think we should run this play. And Brady's like, uh, check the rings, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's got to be a complicated, you know, I, I wonder how many times uh, a, a coach has called a play and Brady has changed it on the field um, for his my own mindset. And it is hurt versus I want to know the stats versus hurt versus help. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Um yeah, I'm curious to know that as well. 
Um, but, you know, we, we can't just sit here and talk about how how Brady and the Bucks were. We honestly have to give it up to the Cowboys. And it it hurts me deep in my soul. Look at that smile on his face. Just smug. Just smug. No, I'm just kidding. Congratulations to the Cowboys. You finally did it. Um, it makes me think of an episode we did at the beginning of the season about the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. You remember that, buddy? No doubt. No doubt. But... <laughs> They're not going to win anything else if they don't figure out their kicking situation, bro. <laughs> Dude, what the hell, Maher? I'm like, he can't miss it again, right? He can't. There's no every way. time, every time he missed a kick, I, immediately in my head, I thought they were showing a replay <laughs> of, a, of a previous kick. I was like, oh, they, they're 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 making fun of him again, you know. And then I was like, wait, that was live. He missed another one? <laughs> four. He missed four extra points, dude. Did you hear the stadium, like, start cheering when he hit that fifth one? Like, woo! <laughs> yeah, finally. Yeah, like, you're watching the coaches, bro. And, and I was watching the Manning cast, and, and Peyton literally got up out of his seat and, like, walked out for a second because he was just so, like, dude, you have got to be better. You have one job, and this is the biggest time of the year to perfect your job. And another thing, I did see after he missed the third one, I believe, I you they showed the booth with Jerry Jones up there. He looks like he turns to one of the executives like, what is this guy doing? We need to get him out of here. Da, 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 da. I saw that happening live, and I knew exactly what Jerry was doing, man. Yeah, and they put it on Dak at one point. I don't know if it was the third missed one or the oh. fourth one or whatever. And he's like, we should have went for effing two. And he was <laughs> mad, bro. He threw his helmet down. Yeah, you're right. Antonio says, wild weekend for sure. I drank too much Friday. What Saturday? What Sunday? What Monday? Jeez. Bro, getting faded. And Tommy popping in. Hello, gentlemen. What up, Tommy? Good to see you, buddy. Glad you made it. And Antonio says, I was screaming, go for two. Go for two at the TV. Um, I mean, who... Post up in the comments, man. Uh, are you happy to see Brady fail, or are you more happy to see that the Bucks won? <laughs> um, great stuff. Um, anything else you got on this game, buddy? Uh, just that I can't uh, get past this game without at least mentioning Dak Stacks because, stats because they were pretty great. Um, he went 25 for 33, 305 yards, and four touchdowns uh, through the air. He also had seven carries for 24 yards and a touchdown on the ground i mean i felt like dak really you know he had the heart that i wish brady had in this game um you could really see it you know just in his play style and every time he he wasn't open and something was going on he just took off because he was like i'm getting there i'm getting this first down we're winning this game it was confidence man it was confidence everything that the bucks tried to do Brady or prescott and the cowboys you know, did the opposite. They knew exactly what they were doing, and and nothing fooled them. They looked like they belonged in the playoffs, and the Bucks looked like pretenders, man. And and it, it it's upsetting. I mean, look. I got at a Brady. question for you. Look how sad he looks. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> uh, was that Julio Jones' last touchdown in the NFL? I think it should be. I really do. I mean, he's hurt constantly. I mean, Julio, come on, buddy. I know he was trying to make. Maybe this was like his last go. Like. All right, maybe I can win a Super Bowl if I tag team it with Tom, but things didn't work out that way. And I seen Russell Gage got hurt uh, right there towards mm, the end. Yeah. Um, I didn't hear a lot about it, but it seemed pretty gruesome. Yeah, I mean, it, I was thinking like, oh, they have to call this game. Uh, we're going to have to restart, reload. No, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, but he, they said he's okay. He did spend the night in the hospital. 
Uh, but he did, um, they did say he had all, you know, feeling in his extremities and all that stuff. Good, 420 good. Fantasy Hustler. There's Hus showing love to the fourth and flex homies. What up, Bandy and Trey? T R. <laughs> Trey, spelled Trey's name wrong, but that's all right. T R E A. We still love you, buddy. We still love you. Thanks for popping in, buddy. Hit that like button for us, guys. If Subscribe to the channel if you are not already. We appreciate it very much. Um, but let's keep it rolling. Let's go to the uh, next game. And the Ravens lose to the Bengals in the jungle, baby. 17 to 24. And uh, there a lot of things I learned from this game, actually. Um, and that is that, um, first of all, the Ravens, all I've said about them all year is proved in this game. They are a defense team. The only reason they are good is because of their defense. Um, I mean, their offense has some good plays, but NFL players, you expect them to have some good plays here and there. But their defense kept them in this game. Um, and, you know, they were inches away from overtime. Um, you know, if that, that dude, when they went that deep Hail Mary and it bounced off, I mean, just barely got it. He got his fingers on it. You know, he would have caught that. It would have went an overtime game. I'm, I'm glad the Bengals won because I don't think the Ravens deserve to even be in this position. Um, but their defense is monster, man. And if they can get – I don't know if it's a, a quarterback that they need because I know Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback. I just Maybe it's a coach or um, some receivers or a scheme because something ain't working on offense. They need to figure it out. But their defense is stacked. Yeah, the defense was was really good. Uh, J JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul, I love him over there. Uh, Justin Houston got robbed of that sack um, to to uh, get that that bonus he was supposed to get. Um, the defense is amazing. Um, you got to give it to Huntley though. I mean, a little bit. I mean, went seventeen to twenty nine, uh, two hundred twenty six yards, two touchdowns. He did throw an interception, but he busted the game wide open with that throw. That pass to Demarcus Robinson for 41 yards, uh, that was awesome to see. But just when you thought, are the Ravens going to take the Bengals out of the playoffs, which I didn't think was possible. I thought this game was a gimme, uh, just like the Dolphins game. We'll get to that later. But um, Sam Hubbard, who I have on my playoff fantasy team, Gets nice. one, just bounces right in his lap, dude, and he just takes off. <laughs> Bro, yeah, that man needs needs some cardio, uh, clearly. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> On the sidelines, just happy, happy as could be, bro. Um, gotta get that oxygen though, dude. Couldn't breathe. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I'd really like to see, and that's Mark Andrews go to a new team. Um, because watching him in this game, he was really stepping it up and killing it, man. Every time he got the ball, it looked like he had the heart in the game and he wanted it, but he looked like the only one. And, um, you know, your whole team can't be revolving around your tight end unless you're Pat Mahomes. You know what I mean? That's just... mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Albert says, I think if the Ravens had scored, they would have went for two and the win. I agree. I agree 100%. That's what I was saying. You said, like, something's not working right there. And uh, Coach Harbaugh, I think, is is a, a decent coach. I mean, he's, 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 he's accumulated with, uh, you know, like, he goes for it on fourth downs. He's an analytics type of coach. Which I like, you know, like he he's not super conservative, which you would expect from a 60 year old coach, which, by the way, he looks amazing for 60 years old. But I digress. Um, I, I like the way he, you know, goes for it. And he, he's, he's not super, you know, like 
afraid to do things super conservative like that you know no doubt no doubt um definitely um i just think that you know if they had lamar i feel like they won this game um and i and i wouldn't have bet that uh going into it um but i think if they would have had lamar this this would have been a more upside game the Bengals, um i think they also thought that because lamar was out it was just going to be a kind of a coast kind of mm-hmm. uh, win um hopefully now they understand that every game in the playoffs is a potential loss um, regardless of who you're playing yeah. and uh and they step it up yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there are other teams in the playoffs that need to watch the film and see what the Ravens did because they couldn't seem to not be able to get the ball moving a lot there. Um, Joe Burrow uh, went 23 of 22, 209 yards, only one touchdown with a 99.1% passer rating, um, which is not like him at all. Um, I had Trenton Irwin getting an anytime touchdown, and uh, that dude, I, I seen him like on the field once. Yeah. So that that wasn't good. Um, Mike says, Weedem boys, LOL. What's up, Brody? Oh, here we go, Trey. Here we go with them Cowboys fans. Hey, there was, I seen a meme that was like, uh, the Cowboys Niners game is like, uh, like this. It had like, uh, this, the Niners starter pack, which was like shorts down to their ankles, uh, uh, sideways hat or whatever in a cowboy starter pack it was like a cowboy hat and like a big can of skull or something like that and it was like the uh the most annoying matchup of, in the history of the playoffs or something like that. no doubt but i mean the niners bro I, I i mean i'm i'm almost like thankful the bucks didn't go my thought was if they can't win at least they won't get embarrassed by the niners but then we got embarrassed by the cowboys so right right Yikes. Yikes. And and another thing, that's kind of one of those classic matches. The Cowboys versus the 49ers, you know what I mean? Like playoffs, like classic. I love it. When both of those teams are um, kind of like, you know, they have fans all over the nation where there's some teams that really only have fans in their area majority wise. Anyway, those teams, for some reason, uh, you know, they got fans everywhere. Yeah, Um, I, I know 15 Niner fans in my hometown and 100 Cowboys fans, but we're close to Texas anyway. Right. Exactly. But yeah, Ravens, Bengals, banger. Glad to see the Bengals move on to the next round, though. Bengals versus the Bills next week. Woo! We'll get to that a little more later. Um, but let's move on. Let's see. Let's move on to the next game. And the Giants take down the Vikings in their own house. Yeah, man. Giants 31, Vikings 24. This was kind of a um, a crazy game. I did not expect it to turn out like this. If this game was going to be high scoring, I knew that the Vikings would win it. Um, I thought if it was low scoring, maybe the Giants had a chance. But uh, I'm very impressed to see um, Danny Dimes, baby, coming in there and, and clutching it up and Saquon Barkley doing his thing. That's right. Uh, Danny Chains, baby. Danny Chains taking Kirk's snatch your chain, boy. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. Like Twitter, Dan, Dan uh, Giants Twitter busting out the uh, "Give me your chain, man." Debo, I love it. I love it. Danny, Danny Dimes, bro, twenty-four of thirty-five, three hundred and one yards, two touchdowns, a passer rating of hundred and fourteen point one percent. Bro, he looked like he belonged. He, yeah, man, he, he took control of that game, bro. 
and their their Giants defense really stepped up. You know, um, I, I I know that a lot of people are saying, you know, the Vikings were a fraud all along, and this proves it. And da, 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 da. But I think Kirk had a decent game. I mean, he played his heart out. He showed on the field what he was doing, and that he wanted it. It just didn't work out for him because the Giants wanted it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Um, Kirk Cousins went 31 of 39, which is pretty good. Uh, 273 yards, two touchdowns, with a passer rating of 112.9%, which is pretty close to Danny Dimes's, uh, um passer rating. But, I mean, the Giants just look like they wanted it more. Dayball has turned that place around, man. And, I mean, it's it's amazing what, what they've done, man. Daniel Jones, man, I just can't say it enough. Who saw this coming? Did you, Trey? No, definitely not. And like I said before, you know, everybody during the offseason uh, before this season thought that, um, you know, uh, Daniel Jones is gone after this year, you know, um, regardless of the playout. And uh, I just don't know how that's possible if he keeps playing the way he is. Yeah, they didn't take his fifth-year option, so um, – but now, I mean, it just looks like either A, he has um, learned and figured the game out. It just took him a little longer. I mean, most quarterbacks don't get as much time as he did. Or or B, Brian Dayball just came on and, and figured out how to use him, how the best way to utilize his skills and threw it in there. And I will, boy, he, go ahead, go ahead. I will say this: regardless of what happens, Daniel Jones is a starter in the NFL next year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if the Giants don't keep him, somebody will. But I don't see how they don't. Brian Dayball, coach of the year. What do you think, buddy? Uh, it's very possible. I mean, I really would like to see how much they can continue. You know, like if the Vikings really are a fraud, and that's the only reason the Giants won, then you know. But uh, I really think that uh, Daniel Jones has stepped it up and proved this year that he is a a valuable quarterback for this franchise and uh, needs to be respected. Yeah, and um, I will say that I I I did call every single victory and wild card weekend except for one. (laughs) And that was my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe I was going a little more with my heart than I wanted to, but it just felt it just felt right to me. But. Uh, undefeated in the playoffs, pretty almost, almost. I will say that the Vikings. I think they spend all offense, all, all off season working on their defense, mm-hmm. um, and I think that they're back in the playoffs next year, um, without a doubt. I got three words for you. You like that? Yeah! <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins, you like that, buddy? Hey, listen, uh, we can't go any further without talking about. Um, that fourth down where he threw it, what, three yards to TJ Hawkinson? Yeah. What do you think? That was a bad call. <clears throat> I agree. Um, but and and I and you see it all the time though in the NFL where it's it's a fourth down, and if you if you don't get the fourth down, you lose the game. And they're like, let's throw it short. <laughs> like, what what is that? Well, like, that wasn't the read, I don't think. I mean, I think the read was the Jefferson because he was looking Jefferson's way. And Jefferson just was like double covered, but you know what? He was double covered in the Bills game, and you threw it up to him. Regardless, Remember? I don't think that um, in, in that situation, I think all of your receivers should be past the marker, you know, so that way your reads are all available. Um, I don't think. I mean, even your freaking check down to your running back cutting out of the side, I think should you should wait. You know, you if you don't, then you don't. You go deep. You know, do right. something. But don't throw it short. I'm almost never does it happen where they throw it short and it is uh, yards after the catch. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and Justin Jefferson, man, I mean, he was disappointing as well. I mean, but they were all over him. The game plan must have been keep your eyes on Justin Jefferson because everywhere he went, there was two or three DBs following him, bro. No doubt. Just, just following him all around, man. I didn't see any, uh, any of that. That's all I'm saying. No gritties in this game, buddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Giants and Vikings. Listen, one more thing about the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, you throw it up and you give Jefferson a chance to make a play, and we could be having a different conversation right now. No doubt. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and keep it moving, buddy. Let's uh, let's go. Dolphins squeak out of the <laughs> the Dolphins squeak out of the playoffs against the Bills. What do you got, buddy? Dolphins 31, Bills 34. You know, we had talked about this game. We're like, there's no way the Dolphins win with Skylar Thompson, uh, blah, 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 blah. And like I said, in when we we talked about what the Dolphins had to do to win this game, and I said the Bills have to beat themselves, and they almost did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I've got in my notes here that Josh Allen is the best player on the Bills and also the worst. <laughs> um, because he, I just feel like he, he makes mistakes when mistakes don't need to be made. You know, he always wants to be, uh, the, the, the superstar play, the big highlight reel. And a lot of the times it gets him in trouble, you know? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I, you're, you're right. You're right. It does. He plays a little hero ball sometimes when he doesn't need to. Um, he had James Cook or Singletary open in the short passing game, and he just he he demanded he wanted to throw it out, throw it far, and that got him in trouble, you know. And he almost lost a game to a quarterback, a rookie quarterback um, in the playoffs, and they've worked so hard all year to get to this point. And I mean, he almost threw it all away right there. Yeah, I mean, uh, but it goes to show you just how um, immaculate the Bills' offense is. You know, um, Gabe Davis stepping it up in the playoffs. Um, You've got uh, Dawson Knox, who got a touchdown. Stephon Diggs finally showing up. Um, You know, these guys have have a lot of awesome uh, pieces on this team. Um, and if they can use them and, and like I say, you know, like take, I don't know, take a script out of Brock Purdy's book, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't have to be the superstar highlight reel every touch, every down, like just mm-hmm. sometimes just check it down and, and let's move on to the next play. Exactly. Exactly. Get the first, you don't got to bomb it out there. You know what I mean? But, but we got to talk about Gabriel Davis in the playoffs. This is the guy that we were talking about when we were talking about drafting. Gabriel Davis, six catches, 113 yards, one touchdown. Um, Are we going to get playoff Gabe, bud? Man, it's starting to look like it. Um, We will definitely have to see in the next matchup, you know, uh, with the Bengals. It'll be uh, uh, definitely a a spotlight on on Gabe Davis. But uh, let's talk about uh, somebody that's not in the spotlight as much, and that's Cole Beasley, baby. (laughs) Cole Beasley, welcome back, buddy. Cole Beasley, yeah, he got in there, buddy. He he snuck it in there. I loved it. I love watching it. Um, yeah, you know. and it, you could just see it on his face, man. He was just like, "This is what I'm here for." Like, I may not be, you know, a Stefan Diggs or anybody like that, but brother, I'm here to shine, and I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Sure did, and he did. He did. Um, Cole Beasley, welcome back, buddy. Welcome back. Um, I tell you, the Bengals versus the Bills is going to be a banger. Maybe we didn't get it in week 17 because we were just waiting to get it now, you know? 
That's very true. What were the odds on Cole Beasley getting any time touchdown? I bet that was outrageous. Yeah, like plus fifteen hundred, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Maybe more. Maybe I, it was, I honestly probably wasn't even on there. <laughs> I, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. But man, I I didn't hit on any bets this week, man. I know you got one, didn't you? Yeah, I got one. Oh, and speaking of this game, just so y'all remember, uh, on our Friday show, I said. Dawson Knox, anytime touchdown, lock it in. I also said, if you're a, a real better and, and you're a little bit on the scarier side, yeah. Dawson Knox, first touchdown. He scored the first touchdown in the last two wildcard games. Make that three, baby. Yeah, you did. You called it, bro. As soon as he got that first, I'm like, ah, I should have made that bet. The odds were the odds on a first touchdown are always amazing. So For sure. That's something to uh, maybe he does it next week. I don't know. Is it, but the Bengals, they could probably get the first touchdown. I mean, because it's the first touchdown of the game, right? right. Not, not exactly. of the team. I always think like, well, is it the first one? Like, But it's usually when I have a bet. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, good one, man. Dolphins, Bills, I'm surprised it came that, that low. But let's keep it going, buddy. We got the Jaguars charge back to defeat the Chargers in a comeback win. Chargers 30, Jaguars 31. Have you seen the memes of the broken iPhone chargers? <laughs> no. It's what? just everywhere. Just a it's an iPhone charger and the end is snapped, you know, and you see all the wires sticking out and it's just got a Chargers logo on it. Oh. And it's like the Chargers in the second half. <laughs> broken, oh. bro. Broken. Jeez. I mean, how do you how do you throw four interceptions and come back to win this game? I don't know, man. When he threw four interceptions, I'm like, man, he's choking under the spotlight. But you wouldn't expect it because the kid's been in the spotlight like his whole career. It's just, it was insane, man. I mean, Trevor Lawrence might be him. Is Trevor Lawrence him? I mean, it's very possible. It, it was Saturday, and Trevor Lawrence doesn't lose on Saturdays. He's never lost on a Saturday. Um, which is pretty immaculate. Uh, he plays again on Saturday next week, uh, but it's against the Chiefs, so uh, we'll see Ooh. if that streak ends uh, or he continues his Saturday uh, never lost. But uh, I think, you know, he went in halftime, and, and I just want to know what that speech was like in that halftime uh, locker room because it had to be something insane. After you throw four interceptions, there's no faith left in yourself. And uh, and he somehow kept it and came out there and and showed up and showed out. And another person that showed out was Christian Kirk. I mean, this dude was on his A game in the second half. Every time I looked up, he had he had the catch, he had yards after it, and he was just like, "Let's keep going, baby. Let's keep going. We're still we're still in this game." And that is the biggest thing: is nobody on that team gave up, regardless of how much they were down by. <coughs> Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, no, you're right, bro. I mean, Evan Ingram, seven catches, 93 yards, one touchdown. Christian Kirk, eight catches, 78 yards, one touchdown. Zay Jones, eight catches, 74 yards, one touchdown. I mean, I mean, dude, he got it. He got everybody got a little work in this game, man. And after those four interceptions, man, I really thought it was going to be over. Um, what an amazing thing to watch him come back and actually win this game, Trey. I mean, I mean, maybe it's his laid back, like chill, like whatever, bro. I threw four interceptions. Well, what? <laughs> yeah, man, it happens. It happens, bro. But <laughs> you see at the end where he's uh, talking to the reporter and he's like, yeah, you couldn't write the script any better. You know, and everybody's like, it's rigged. Oh. We told you. <laughs> exactly. I know. I've seen that. Like, I saw a thing that said uh, Trevor Lawrence says, um, um, 
uh, admitted that it's uh, it's all scripted. Yada yada yada. <laughs> like that's not admitting it. He's just saying whatever. No, his point was like, there's no way this is scripted because there's no way that just happened. <laughs> I just don't know how. I mean, they could script it. Like the thoughts always in the back of my mind. Like, what are the odds of this happening? But. I mean, I just I don't see it. What do you think? Well, the way I see it is these players sign a contract. If they play bad, they lose that contract. They lose their team. None of these people are going out there and purposefully losing millions of dollars. <laughs> um, a, a you know point. what I mean? And and as much money that is in this game, there's no way they're getting more money to play against the money that they're giving them. You know, it just doesn't it doesn't add up. And there's too many pieces to the puzzle. Um, for it to right. all be cohesive. I understand certain refs can call certain flags and certain penalties that can change games, change the entire game. Mm-hmm. But that's about as far as it goes to me based on rigging NFL games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, there's too many moving pieces here. Um, we would be hearing way more about it if the, if the players were involved with this. Don't you think like... Exactly. Some- Antonio Brown? Oh, dude, yeah. You don't he, think he would spill the beans? Oh, dude, Antonio Brown would have done busted it wide open. The ultimate whistleblower. That's a that's a really good point. You know he would have. Maybe they maybe they didn't trust him with that kind of information. Maybe it's like, you but know. Who do they trust? Exactly. There would be a pissed off coach, a pissed off player. Somebody somewhere would be like, you know, they told me if I threw the interception right there, they would have gave me some money. What was the Raiders coach? Uh, they got fired Gruden. for Pruden. Do you, yeah, do Gruden. you think? Do you John think? He, yeah, you don't think Gruden would have come out after all that and been like, "This whole thing's rigged. This is all the information. F all y'all." You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Antonio has a question. Why did the Chargers only run the ball seven times in the second half? Because they were scared. They didn't know what to do. Panic button. Ding, 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 ding. Dang, bro. I. I mean. It's crazy. You got freaking Eckler who just can't not find the uh, the touchdown, and then you only run the ball seven times. Um, it's crazy. I did say the Jaguars' defense really stepped it up too, man. I mean, they had to play lights sure. out in order for, sure. for Trevor Lawrence to even have a chance to win. Well, and if you saw, I think the Chargers fired their um, offensive coordinator. Um, I just seen that earlier today. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, uh, Lombardi. Yeah, they, Lombardi, yeah. Yep. yep, they got rid of him. Which I mean, he'll have a job uh, immediately, probably. But yeah, um, but I'm sure a lot of people are looking for uh, a, a spot to work with Herbert, you know, and and really get in there because um, you know Herbert, like I said, you know, I, I've said he hasn't really showed up, but he's still not a terrible quarterback. No. Um, and and really, that's what that's what I get. You know, I really blame this on their defense. You know, if uh, Herbert did his job, he was up thirty. And uh, that's all you have to do as a quarterback. And then you let your defense finish it out for you. And then they couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're right, buddy. You're right. Uh, guys, uh, before we keep it moving here, we are going to get a quick word from Manscaped. And uh, we're going to get we're going to dive right back in it as soon as we get back. Support for Force and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and worldwide shipping with the code SUPERFLEX20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 12 million balls.
Trey over there doing some math. Are you trying to figure out if that is really 12 million balls over there? I think you're right. <laughs> That's right, guys. Manscaped, guys. Good stuff going on over there. I'm telling you, uh, we had people sending us screenshots of them buying stuff. Um, we, we got Huss over there. We got Tommy. Uh, Tommy got him the performance package live on the show from us, guys. Um, they got some new stuff coming out. You can go over to the website, manscaped.com. Use code SUPERFLEX20 for 20% off and free shipping. Guys, check it out. Go over there, Manscaped. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Um, but let's keep it rolling, Trey. Uh, let's, uh, let's see. Last game here. We got the Seahawks fly home after a terrible second half against the 49ers. Most embarrassing loss this weekend. Um, I really, you know, y'all know Friday show, I had Seahawks pick to win this. I said, if anybody can knock the 49ers out, it's Seattle. Um, like I said, Seattle won 15 of the last 18 matchups against this team, and they looked like they were going to do it. And then out of nowhere, they crumbled. I mean, just crumbled. It was like every play was either a penalty, an interception, a fumble, uh, a penalty for 15. It was like one point was like third and 37 or something crazy. Like, I mean, they just they just crumbled. I, I mean, I, it's it's sad. It's sad, man. The first um, the first uh, half, the first half, man. I was like, bro, here we go, Seahawks fly. I became a Seahawks fan quick. I'm like, man, they are giving it to the Niners. But then, I mean, it seemed like as soon as Debo hit that big one, bro. I mean, it was, was yeah, it seemed like it was over, you know what I mean, before it started. But um, let's let's talk about Brock Purdy. 332 yards, three touchdowns, a passer rating of 131.5%. I actually think it was four touchdowns now that I'm I'm thinking about it. And then we got... What was it? He had four, he had, right? He had a rushing one. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I knew he was something in there. And uh, Gino was playing his butt off, man, but in the first half. But I don't, just don't know what happened in the second, buddy. Brock Purdy is apparently the man. I mean, where'd this kid come from? Mr. Irrelevant? What? Yeah, and and a lot of people are like, you know, the the talking about how the Niners, you know, have everything that they need and they really any quarterback could fill in right here as long as they don't make mistakes and blah, blah, blah. But he's showing that he's not just that. Um, he's definitely more than just a, a game manager. You know, he, he rushed for a touchdown. You know, he got in there. He got dirty and down in the mud. I know a lot of their yards are after the catch, but that's because all his teammates are amazing. I mean, Debo Samuel, Brand- Tyler Ayuk, and all them. I mean, it's insane. Um yeah. And Christian McCaffrey, obviously, um, you know, he did his thing. Um, the whole team is, is stacked. But here's my MVP. Um, that's Nick Bosa. Uh, Joe, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. He was getting to him. He, he, Gino did not, wasn't comfortable at all. You're, you're 100% right, dude. He was all over the place, bro. Yeah, and, and I think that if they do go to the Super Bowl and win it, I guarantee you Nick Bosa gets the MVP because he was on it all night, and I and their defense is, is just stacked, bro. Well, I mean, last year Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald was all over him, and he didn't get it, but, you know, Cooper Cup was amazing in that game. Um, but, I mean, Debo, though, I mean, Debo, Christian McCaffrey, you're 100% right. They're stacked, bro, stacked. Look, I mean, Debo took off, dude, and I, and I thought the same thing, bro. Like, it's over. 
And then him and Kittle, they just have this connection, bro. And I don't know if it's because he is a rookie quarterback and uh, he has that check down that's always ready, but he's making Kittle like great again. You know what I mean? No doubt. Kittle has been just off the chain. What is it, like six touchdowns or something like that in the last, you know, whatever game since Brock Purdy has been there? Um, but, um, you know, Debo, six catches, 133 yards, one touchdown. That big one was a 74-yarder. Um, but 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 Brock Purdy, man, uh, what was it? The first uh, to the fairy, his, I'm sorry, only three other quarterbacks have done this, and that's 300-plus passing yards, four-plus four touchdowns in their very first playoff game. And uh, you want to guess? Try to guess the three other quarterbacks. They're recent-ish. Uh, Mahomes? No. I'll just tell you. We got Aaron okay. Rodgers, heard. Matthew Stafford, and then Kurt Warner, which you probably wouldn't have got that one. But, I mean, that's amazing, bro. That's that's that, That's impressive, but... I think, like you said, it comes down to having those weapons, dude. Um, and one thing I just want to say, you know, um, that's that something that I learned from this game is that DK Metcalf is Seattle's best wide receiver um, because his heart was in it. He was there for it. He was going up and just going crazy on catches. And Tyler Lockett, I mean, he, he it's like he, like you said, he looks scared every time he catches the ball. It's like, you know, it, would you say something about how he was trying not to get hit all year or something like that? <laughs> I saw a video that said Tyler Lockett was like trying to be the first receiver ever to not get hit, and he kept running out of bounds or just like falling down before um, – you know, he got hit. I think that might have been a joke, but <laughs> regardless, that's not what you want. You know what I mean? He, that's what every time he catches the ball, he looks so scared. Now, I understand he's small, he's a tiny dude, but then be quick on your feet and get around those defenders because DK will run through them. And I think DK played with heart and uh, and he continues to be better every year. Absolutely. Derek popping in some amazing games this past weekend. Close ones, close ones. There was a one in there I wish was a little closer, but yeah. <laughs> my heart hurts. My heart hurts, but I'm going to get over it. I'm going to get over it. I just need time. <clears throat> 41, they blew this game open. The Seahawks didn't do squat in the second half. I mean, I mean, what more can you say? DK was great, though. I mean, he, he went out and got one. I mean, and it was beautiful. I mean, it looked like they had a chance to win this game, Trey. And I was like, uh-oh. Trey was right. <laughs> I was oh, like, Carol lost his gum flavor. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, a couple times. You know what I mean? He just, I did see something like that said marked safe from Pete Carroll's gum. Did you see that? No. <laughs> how many years do you think he has left? Pete Carroll? Yeah. I don't know, man. How, how he's old like is he? 73. I mean, he's still running around like did you see him like in the huddle that one time and they're all jumping and he's got his hand on him like looking back laughing and having a good old time i mean he still clearly loves the game he loves everything that comes with coaching um super conservative though and i think that's gonna hurt him with the uh, direction the nfl's going in you know yeah just like all 73 year olds <laughs> yeah. yeah no doubt no doubt um but yeah Great weekend, buddy. It was a great Yeah, weekend. man, I'm excited for next weekend. You know, our Friday show, guys, we're going to go over all the games coming up in the divisional round. And uh, it's it's going to get even hotter in the kitchen. And, uh, and if you can't handle the heat, you're going to get sent home. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely, Trey. Uh, guys, uh, don't forget about Trophy Smack. If you haven't already got your ring, your belt, your uh, – 
Uh, I even saw they have grills, like you got grills that say winners. I mean, even if you need the loser prize, they have prizes for the loser, guys. Go to trophysmack.com slash fourth and flex. Um, if you can't remember it, it's in the description down below. Um, like I've told you before, there's a little wheel on there, man. You spin that wheel and you get something for free or you just get an awesome discount. So, guys, trophysmack.com slash fourth and flex gets you something party to put on your shelf. And guys, please don't forget to like this video. Derek, if you're still watching, go to the YouTube and subscribe if you're not already, buddy. I see you popping in on Facebook. But go ahead and hit that subscribe button for us, guys, and, and like the videos because these likes, they mean a lot to us, guys. So we really appreciate you so much for watching, guys. And we will see you on the next one. Peace out. It's not Trey and Josh, it's Trey and Bandy. We gon' help you win your league, can you understand me? That's a lot of paper, that's a lot of cake. We gon' give you all the secrets, man, for goodness sake. So don't forget, like and subscribe, follow Fourth and Flex, be no ride or die. <laughs> it's your boy Bandy. Got my boy Trey over there. Fourth and Flex. Podcast Forkinflex at gmail.com. Hit us up. You know we got you. <laughs> See you there. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.